0: You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in. It is Locked On Horn Frogs. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox, talking some football here in segment one. We'll also talk some TCU basketball as well. And TCU baseball, we'll have a full recap of the weekend on Tuesday as I'm recording this on Sunday afternoon. The Frogs are about to take on Kansas in game three. They took the first two games of that series. And on Saturday, they won by a whopping margin of 30-3. to Um, And now with Texas Tech taking a few games from Oklahoma State, there's a path for them to a Big 12 championship, even as they wrap up Big 12 play uh, this weekend. And we'll discuss that later on in the week. But right now, I want to start with some TCU football news, some recruiting news. Uh, Cordell Russell, if you followed TCU football The last few years, you probably recognize that name. Um, Local DFW product, wide receiver out of North Mesquite. And he's a four-star wide receiver. He was originally committed to TCU um, earlier this past year. So he committed to SMU. And I think it was the night that Sonny Dykes and the new coaching staff were introduced to the, the fans in Fort Worth that Cordell Russell also committed. So he's an SMU commit came over to TCU, and then in the course of the offseason, decommitted. Baylor made a push. There were some other schools involved. But on Saturday, he put out another video on his Twitter account and once again committed to the Horn Frogs. Um, so a lot of layers to this. One, I, re- I know recruiting, especially in this day and age, it's insane. It can be hard to follow. The idea of getting excited about commits, especially when – it's a young man who decommitted not that long ago is somewhat daunting, but I think this is actually a big win for TCU football. First off, I mean, he's just, by all accounts, an incredible talent, Um, has been a force at North Mesquite, averaging 16.8 yards per catch over his career. Um, As a sophomore, he had 38 catches, 638 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, Had another good season last year as a junior. Big muscular frame, 6'2", 200 pounds. So you see that uh, size that is prototypical of, you know, that college wide receiver build. Um, And it's also something that he can grow into as he gets in a more intense strength and conditioning program. Really good speed. Um, Was really popular on the camp circuit. One of the more talented wide receivers in this 2023 class. And it now jumps up TCU to 38th overall. In the two four-seven rankings. Um, they have four commits: Cordell Russell, wide receiver from North Mesquite, Trevor Goodsby, uh, lineman from Melissa, Texas, Jordan Bailey, brother of Amani Bailey, and Jordan's um a wide receiver, athlete type out of Denton, and then Ronan Fullen from Gilmer, um, who is listed as an athlete, did a little bit of everything for the Gilmer Buckeyes last season. Back to Cordell Russell. Um Sonny Dykes is really good at evaluating offensive skill position talent. I think this is important, though, from a perception standpoint, I think it's important for this reason. Cordell was one of those guys that was committed to SMU, and the prevailing wisdom seemed to be he committed to SMU because of what Rashad Samples was doing for that program and for recruiting in Dallas. And then when the new staff came over, as I said, I'm pretty sure it was that night that they basically had like a pep rally for the new staff. He committed to TCU. And so he just has kind of a reputation as a guy that was following Samples around. And then when the coaching staff were sort of changed over, he decommitted. So one, I think this shows that while Rashad Samples is an outstanding recruiter, I'm really disappointed that TCU couldn't hold on to him. But I understand he got an opportunity in the NFL. He took that opportunity with the LA Rams. Um, he's not the only reason that some of these guys were coming to Fort Worth. And Cordell decommitted, assessed his options, looked around, and said, I still think the best place for me is TCU. Also, wide receiver on paper probably doesn't feel like the biggest need for this team right now. And it's not necessarily the biggest need for this team right now. Um, I know a lot of fans are always like, well, what are we doing on the offensive and defensive line? Because that's been such a hole to fill the last few years. But going into 2023, if Quentin Johnston, I mean, everything that I'm hearing sounds like he's his plan is to have a big season and then go to the NFL, hopefully he'll have a big season, and then move on to the NFL. Um, Darius Davis, Tay Barber, those are going to be guys that are going to be out after this next year. Uh, and then there's some other players, I think, you know, that could be gone depending on how the season goes and what their production looks like. So I think wide receiver is actually going to be a bigger hole than we would think going into that 2023 season. And Russell seems to be the type of guy that can get on the field right away, which is significant. Um, And I mean, you can never have too much skill talent. If this team is going to brand themselves as more of a, a high octane offense, you know, Jeremiah Donati said in the coaching search, they were looking for someone who understood how to uh, run an offense, how to um, be efficient and productive on that side of the ball, then you can never have too many guys that are big, fast, strong, especially at that wide receiver position. So it's a big pickup. And again, you know, it, it was quiet on the recruiting front for a while for TCU, especially with this 2023 class. So I just think this is big you know, commits often come in bunches. You start getting some guys in the fold and then they can help you with your recruiting efforts. Um, and he's a local product. And that's one of the things the staff really sold everybody on was the fact that they would be able to keep Dallas Fort Worth kids home. And they're able to do that with the addition of Cordell Russell. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about a couple other guys in the transfer portal. One for TC football, one for TC basketball that the frogs missed out on before we do that though. I want to talk about Built Bar? Built Bar has been a sponsor for as long as I've been doing uh, Locked On Horn Frogs and Locked On Podcast Network. Um, I, I, my kids like to get the mail, so my daughter opened up the mail on Friday, and there was a box of Built Bars, birthday cake puffs. It's the new flavor, and you know I'm always somebody that's a little skeptical. I'm not a big I'm I've never been a huge protein bar fan, but Built Bars have kind of convinced me otherwise. But these were really good. I enjoyed them. They filled you up. Um, they filled me up. They tasted great. That's one of the fantastic things about Built Bars is you don't have to feel guilty about eating a delicious snack. 150 calories, 9 grams of sugar, um, 16 grams of protein, Built Puffs. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. If you get that chocolate flavor, that means you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15. Get 15% off your next order. Again, that promo code is LOCKEDON15, and that's at Built.com. Get some of those built birthday cake puffs. They are really, really good. Okay, Uh, keeping it rolling here on Locked on Horn Frogs. we talked about receivers for the 2023 class and how that's a need. Um, I I believe it was Friday. I spent a segment discussing Jalen Robinson, who was in the transfer portal, a UCF wide receiver, was originally in Oklahoma, then transferred to UCF, went back in the portal, and TCU was in the mix. They ended up missing out on Jalen. Uh, on Sunday morning, he tweeted out that he's headed to Old Miss. Lane Kiffin and Old Miss. Um, not sure if anybody has benefited more from the new era of name, image, and likeness. They seem to be really ahead of the game. You know, Lane's sort of a goofy dude. Um, he, he kind of always flirts with the line of shady, I guess you could say. I mean, he's just one of those guys, right? Like, that's his persona. He's really out there in your face. He wants to be, uh, you know, relatable to a new generation of young men. And so they closed on Jalen Robinson. It's disappointing. I thought that that would be a big addition. And I'm just excited about anybody in this new offense with Garrett Riley and Sonny Dykes with what they could do. Um, but, hey, you know, I mean, they were there. They were they were in the mix at least. And I think, again, it's just an example of how crazy recruiting is because the um, I was doing some poking around on saturday and sunday and it seemed like most people thought he was headed to miami and miami has a big um backing from the reese family and so they've been giving out crazy nil deals i mean just stuff that is pretty insane and so there was a rumor um and i saw jeremy clark from 247 confirm this there's a rumor that uh it's a pretty big offer, right? Like it's a pretty big offer he was getting from Miami. But I guess he decided to go to Old Miss instead. And so we'll uh we'll keep tabs on how he does this year. But yeah, just unfortunate the TC missed out on him. Again, though. Like I don't think they're hurting at wide receiver. I don't think it's a huge priority. I just felt like it could have been a big lift for this offense to get another player who could plug and play, win some one on one matchups, be uh, you know, a threat downfield for whoever ends up being the QB. That would have been Just a cool thing to see for TCU football this year. But didn't pan out that way. Um, So we'll see what happens with him in the SEC as he decides to to move over to Lane Kiffin and and play in Oxford. Uh, TCU basketball. So they were after Adam Miller, LSU transfer. And Miller was in the portal for a while. Um, He did visit last week. Ultimately, though, he decided to stay at LSU. And so the frogs miss out on Miller as a transfer, which is disappointing. I think there's there's a couple of things at play here. One, so yeah, it's disappointing on the surface. Now, I feel like it's also important to remember that there's regardless of what happens, this team bringing essentially everyone back is still going to have a lot of preseason attention. They're deservedly going to get um preseason praise preseason hype and so on one hand it's like yeah they'll be fine on the other hand i was starting to really get excited about the potential of just having another score in the mix now here's what i'll say you got a couple scholarships open and you have other players coming in pj Haggerty, a freshman coming in who with a really good score um and in high school and then Shadow Wells from UTA is coming is coming back, and he was injured pretty much all of last year. He was a really good scorer uh, for the UTA Mavericks a couple seasons ago. I think this team needs more shooting, though. They need another spot up shooter. Now, when Chuck O'Bannon was hot, um, I think their floor spacing was okay. And honestly, like Francisco Farabello, there were reasons to complain there, but. Man, bottom line was, that dude could shoot. Like, I think he might have honestly been the best pure shooter on the team. Um, he was just a good spot-up shooter. Now, there was defensive issues there, and he wasn't super athletic, obviously. But uh, he did at least give them another knockdown three-point shooter. And so maybe somebody else adds that dimension to their game. But I think you go find somebody who can shoot the three. Now, the issue is, I mean, if somebody's been in the portal this long, they probably got a pretty pretty good idea of where they're going. Or there's just not a lot of offers out there. But if they can find someone who can stretch the floor, give guys like Mike Miles and Damian Ball options when they get in the paint, that will be huge. Because, I mean, like, Miles is a decent three-point shooter, but he's not a spot-up guy. Now, if Ball could add that to his game, that'd be great. But, what, like, Ball is so athletic and so explosive. What you really want him doing is taking it to the hoop. Um, and, you know, again, like that's, that's his game. So if they could add somebody who could stand in the corner or stand in the wings and at least force the defense to come out and close out on them, that would be big for TCU basketball, but they miss out on Adam Miller. Um, seemed like they were really, you know, pushing hard for that and it just didn't work out. So we'll see what they do moving forward. Still in great shape, obviously, but disappointed that they couldn't close the deal. And get him to Fort Worth. That'll do it for Locked On Horn Frogs today. Again, I'm Stephen Simcox. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Um, we're on Monday through Friday. This is Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team.